we were the host of the show last night. What does that mean, fam? Did you host and Murph did time? Did Murph host and you did time? What what happened? That is exactly what happened, what you just said. So the first show, Murph went up, did 10 up top, Mm -hmm. brought me up. I brought Dion Cole up. Then the next show, the 10 o'clock show, I went up, did 10 to 12, brought Murph up, and he brought Dion Cole up. So yeah. they just flipped it. Passed the mics. Yeah, because yeah. it was no host. Um, which was fun, actually. It was mm-hmm. it was a lot more fun than what I thought because I was concerned about not having a host either. Mm. I was that's like, man. LA, that's an L.A. move. I was so like, man, ain't no host, man. I don't want to be dealing with this. Because, you know, it, at the end of the day, you still got to warm the crowd up. Mm-hmm. No matter what. You can't just go up there in your set like bam, bam, bam. Who? And then. Who? You can, but hmm. it just <laughs> doesn't. To <laughs> me, it doesn't feel right. Like, I want to acknowledge the crowd. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I uh, did great on the first show. The second show was just as good, but it was me hosting for the most part for the first, you know, six minutes. And then I went into, not really six minutes, maybe like three. Then I went into a set. Um, but it was fun, G. It was fun. He sold out both of them, didn't he? No. He actually made a joke about it. <laughs> Where he was like, uh, he said that Jamie and him was having a conversation about doing one show versus two shows. And Jamie kept saying, no, let's do one. And he kept saying, no, let's do two. And he was like, Jamie was like, no, let's do one. He was like, Jamie, I think I can sell out two shows. And then after he got on stage, he said, we should have did one show. <laughs> it's kind of, I'm, I'm surprised and I'm also not surprised. I'm surprised because I, I assume this 10 o'clock is the one that was less people. It was to that's, an extent. That's, the, that's what I, I, I kind of can understand that just because. Uh, as broad as his fan base is, you miss that South Side, West Side crowd on a 10 o'clock show. Like, they'll come from out South and out West for that 8 o'clock. But once it starts getting later, and you're talking about lines on the North Side, trying to get that audience there is, it's always been weird. Me and Dave used to struggle to do that on Sundays, and we weren't trying to sell out. We were just trying to get the 10, 60, 20, 70 50 people, people right? Out. Yeah. And yeah. so, and Dion funny. Dion is hilarious. Um, one of my favorite jokes from him last night was, have you ever been with your husband or your wife and seen somebody that look fine as hell or much better than them and thought to yourself, damn, I should have been patient. I, like, started crying laughing. I started crying laughing. The most ignorant shit ever, but hilarious to me. Especially because of the way his delivery is. Yes, his delivery is amazing. Um... But it was fun, man. It was fun. At the end of the day, it was fun. I'm glad I did it. Um, it was a great look. You know, me and Dion go back like four flats on a dump truck. Like, we've been down. I don't know what that means. Is that is that a, a new thing? No. A dump truck mm-hmm. is a truck, and if it has four flats, it's down. It's way down. But- and it's heavier down than a car because it's a dump truck. Huh. So it was just a saying it ain't new. It's just a saying that, that you ain't like heard. So maybe it's new to you. That seems like a lot. That's God damn. There you go. The beep of the day. The beep of the uh, cast. Just sounds like a lot. It sounds very southern. 
the the saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I I heard it from an ex boyfriend. Was he from Alabama, Mississippi? No, um, L.A. Actually. Same thing. A lot of black people from those places are uh, from Alabama, Mississippi. That's how they got there. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe that. He's he was very L.A.ish. Doesn't mean anything. His family was very L.A. Doesn't mean anything. Where you think them black people came from? And I mean, probably at some point, mm-hmm. but so that, not that, like that. Slang is passed down. That slang is passed down. I'm not going with that. You, you don't I'm have not, to. I'm not. I'm not how do you going think, to. How do you think the people in Chicago get the slang that they get? They got great granddaddies that was country, and they said the country stuff to their great granddaddy, or to their granddaddy, and their granddaddy said it to their sons. And now here you are in 2017 saying we've been down like four flats on the dump truck. I don't believe that. That's not LA slang. I don't believe that Chicago got our slang necessarily from our grandparents because our grandparents don't say Joe. That ain't all of Chicago slang though. That Joe and, and Charlie and and that's not all of Chicago slang. No, it's not all, but all right. certain things. Yeah, I didn't say every piece of slang to come in Chicago came from your granddaddy. I said some Chicago slang <sighs> or some Chicago piece. See you be trying to be see you trying to be technical. Yes, I'm gonna be technical, just like that goddamn Instead text message correct. you sent me. Wait, yeah, let's talk about that since we're on air. <laughs> How you gonna send me a? Re- Listen, here's an invite. Meet at two o'clock between two and three. We're gonna record. Then you text me today talking about one o'clock, right? We no, agreed. you said two. We, no, we you didn't. Put it in we your agreed. Calendar. I didn't put anything in my calendar. You sent this to me. I sent you an invite and you didn't accept it. And on the invite. It said one to two. No, I showed you the invite. I showed you my invite. No, you so didn't. It must be Where you show me your invite? Your I, I, I texted to no, you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because I still got my text message pulled up, fam. Yes, I did. I texted to you. This is your invite, right here. Felonius. This your. This is from you, from <laughs> Kelly Howard. And show me where I'm on that. Felonious month. Not, Not respond because I don't have G. I don't have no G chat. So wh- what do you mean you don't have no? G-chat? I don't have that G chat. I, this ain't G-Chat. This is just my calendar when I sent you the invite. So how you got a different time than the same invite I got right here? I have no idea. And I mm-hmm. sent you the invite. Mm-hmm. I sent mm-hmm. you the invite while mm-hmm. you were standing right there. And mm-hmm. you told me which email to send it to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why mm-hmm. your phone is fucked up. My phone got your email from I you. I ain't trying to hit and that. My phone I'm never wrong. That's it. Okay. Well, we're just going <laughs> to, when we post this next week, we're going to post it with the email that says, from Kelly Howard. From to Felonious Monk, and it says two to three. It says it not only in the subject line, oh, but it says it again in the body. Gosh. I feel like you just did that today and then tried to come in here with a... a, a Do you really think stuff that up, my man? integrity is that also tainted? I don't even have that. Oh, I did get that text message. But still, when did you send this? What when when did you send this, woman? When you were standing right there with nope, me. Nope, When I was standing right there with you is when I got this one. And when I you were standing you right why. there with me. That's how I know I did, because May 26th, 1.17 p.m. That's what we were standing outside. Can we agree just be to stuff disagree? Up, Can we say that maybe Google fucked up? No, you just said something was wrong with my phone. Can we say Google? Well, that's iPhone. Now you got shit to do with felonious. But that, you, you taking that's it my, personal. I bought the phone. But you taking it. Oh, so now you want to go that far? Do, do, See, do, who, you know, who sent it? Who, the, who sent it, moment, though, Kelly? Who moment, sent it, Kelly? In this moment, who sent it, Kelly? Why you can't you say? Incorrect. Why, why you can't say I was incorrect? Why you can't say? I have said you incorrect. That's all I you. Well, you can't just say, hey, maybe I sent it wrong. And I then I, made, I edited it later. I didn't, though. Huh. 
So why you want me to say it? Because I would be lying if I said that. I would be lying if I said that. So you no, want me to lie? No, I don't want you to lie. I just you just want said, you to say you just said that maybe, maybe I was Google incorrect. Was wrong. You just said, why don't you just say you was incorrect? You was in, okay. I take that back. <laughs> Google was wrong, and we can both agree that Google was wrong. We can go for both agree that we got different things to Google. But Google wasn't wrong. I don't know whether Google was wrong or not, oh or whether you made God. an edit. I don't know. I don't trust you. Now. <gasps> I don't trust you because you called me petty after I showed you. My email. He was absolutely being petty. I was we trying to make sure that you ain't know that I was just being crazy. All right, y'all. We not finna do this. Yes, we is. We, not we finna got do this. we got twelve. Twenty-two more minutes. No. Uh, absolutely me and Kelly not. Just explaining about this yes, email. Because this is what how why America is messed up right now. Lack of communication. Emails. Lack of email communications. That's why America is messed up. That's why America messed up. No, that's why Hillary ain't president. That's, that's not why say. America is messed up. That's what they say. But in Ohio, we just found out that they done purged 200,000 voters from their roles since 2011. That's probably why Hillary ain't president. Really? We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just be sad about stuff. I don't even, you know, I don't be mad no more. I just be sad. Oh, that's terrible. All right, y'all, you listening to Kelly Talks. With me. With me. <laughs> you know, I don't even, you know, With Monk. Um, this week podcast is about lying. <laughs> <laughs> lack of integrity, lack mm. of honesty. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I did kind of have, before you even sent me the petty text message. The what kind of text message? Petty text message. The what kind of text message? The P-E-T-T-Y text message. The text message that showed that I didn't just pull that number out of my hind pops. I was just making sure that you knew that I wasn't making up numbers. I didn't want, I wanted you to continue to have faith in our relationship. I didn't want you to think you were dealing with some type of co-host that didn't know one from two. I've been thought that. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's hurtful. You the homie. Gosh, he is on his sensitivity just call me. horse and today, she, y'all. And he she called me a hoe. Hoe? That's hurtful, man. All right, listen. I've been reading Charlemagne the God book. Have you read his book? I'm probably not going to, nah. It's actually a good book. I believe, believe it. it. Black privilege is better than I thought going in. I I will honestly admit that I had a very biased attitude walking into it. Because you racist. Against my own people? Absolutely. I'm not. Just because I'm married to an Asian, I don't... Actually, I think Mike is likes black people way more than you do. What is happening right now? Mike may be the blacker person in this relationship. You are absolutely right because yeah. he knows a lot of black facts that I don't know, but that does not make him blacker. Mike Black Fact Chew. That's his new name. Mike Black Fact Chew. Mike Black Fact. Oh my God. Black yeah. Facts. But no, his book is actually really good. I, you know, his voice, I listen to it on audiobook because that's what I do. Uh, but his voice was, I had to listen to it in sections because he has such an aggressive tone. Yeah. That you can only listen to him in sections. Well, I, I'm wearing, uh, I'm currently wearing, uh, Liners for my teeth because they're way cooler than um, they're way cooler than having braces at a hundred years old, which is how old I am. And they, they gave me a lisp, and then so occasionally when I'm angry, my accent comes out, so I sound like a very aggressive 
Charlemagne the God. So it's like, let me tell you, no, I'm serious. And then I was like, that's not the sound I'm going for. So you keep going. I'm going to get these out of my mouth because I don't want to sound like Charlemagne for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> you didn't sound like Charlemagne. Thank but you. The book was, okay, so since you're going to do that, I'm going to tell y'all. The book was good to me. I, uh, I originally heard about it at this thing we do called Tequila Tales. Well, we don't do them, but I went to a Tequila Tales. Um, it's actually hosted by this guy named Isaac. He created it. and Yeah, it was at Promontory, but that was on a larger scale. It started like at this small little wine spot um, back in shit, like 2007 or something like that, or 2008, somewhere around there. Me and Mike would go, and it's basically love and lust and all these different conversations around that and your ideas of it. And so they'll pose a question, and then we'll have all these people just commenting with their take on it. And it's called Tequila Tales, and it's great. Now they have a podcast, and that's great. And then he did another event at... Um, at this place called, I think it's Untitled. I think I'm lying. Some basement spot, but it's like real plush lounge basement spot and it's huge and it was great. I was like, oh, this is dope. And then he said that Charlemagne refuses to come to Chicago for whatever reason. And so we took a picture with the book to try to get him to come to Chicago. And then that made me interested in reading the book. Because here I am taking a picture with a book I ain't never even read. Why don't I want this man to come here and the book might not even be shit. So that's why I went and read it and just finished it today. It was actually a good book. It was really good. And I appreciate his honesty. He was very honest and thorough. Well, I think he was honest. I don't know him. He could have been lying about everything he said and said that it was honesty. But from what I gathered, he was very honest and upfront. And I appreciate that because not many people are able to be honest nowadays, not many people are able to be like straight up transparent about one, their intentions, two, what they've done and or thought, right? We always camouflage it with some bullshit because we're afraid of how people are going to see us or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I found that to be very interesting that this dude came out, this dude that attacks a lot of um, artists about the shit they do in life, right? He attacks them and forces them to be honest. Mm. And I felt like mm. that was a... You don't think so? Oh. If you tell, if you attack me, that's not making me be honest. That's making me address what you said, perhaps. But that, what? who are you to say that what I'm saying isn't honest? Because you don't think I mean that? So like, me and Dave have had that conversation where I've said, I don't care what people say. He said, well, I don't believe that. So what? Because you don't believe it means I'm, be, I'm being dishonest. I might tell you whatever you want to hear to shut you up. That's being dishonest. But no, because he keeps pushing you don't mean that they're telling the truth now. That means that they're addressing what he said on air because he's forced them to address it. But being honest? But you can still you can still deny it, though, even on air. You don't and have a lot to, of, a lot of them do. You don't have to go in the direction he's going. Like, for instance, when he talked about Mace, he talked about Mace in mm-hmm. his book, how he said that Mace was a hypocrite. And... Mace tried to come at him because of that. But if you think about it, the nigga went to the church, mm-hmm. was uh, this new God-found dude, and then flipped when he got tired of that life and started back rapping, cursing, doing whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That is absolutely the definition of hypocrite. Mm-mm. It's not the definition of a hypocrite. People absolutely change. The definition of a hypocrite would be if he was still in church while he was rapping. And doing that, or telling people not to do that while he was doing it himself. I to go to church believe, and then leave church is not a hypocrite. No, I That's do believe he still changed. had a following in church until his church 
following, stop following him. Maybe, but that so again, that was, doesn't make him a hypocrite. He was a hypocrite during that time. Yes, he was. He was a hypocrite during the time that he was still in church, rapping, mm-hmm. trying to be a rapper. When, when did that happen? That's the part that I don't, uh, because when Mace came back and started rapping again, he was already out of the church. That was the thing that, the thing about Charlemagne the God is, I don't think he's a bad guy. I, I've, I've met him. I don't think he's stupid. I think that he's a troll, which means that he's poking just to get a reaction most of the time. Most of the time he's poking just to get a reaction. When he says, why don't you black women just build you a platform like Tommy Lauren and then you can, you know what I mean, then I'll have you on my show. All of these black women who built platforms, what is he saying? They didn't do that? They've already done that. that. When did he say that? That was maybe a month and a half ago when he had, when him and uh, Trevor Noah both had Tommy Lauren on their shows like back to back. So the the issue for me isn't that that, that uh, yeah <laughs> the issue for me with see the God isn't that I think he's uh, uh, an idiot or a jerk. You call him see the God. That's that's Charlemagne is what the, yeah he calls himself see the God. Uh, but yeah, I mean I don't my problem with him is just that you troll he's trolling and he tries to take that and ter- turn it into some deep thing. It's not deep, fam. You a gossip columnist just like Wendy Williams, and when people approach you on it, you are like nah. I'm just trying to open the conversation, get the dialogue going. He's that's never been what he's done. He's, he's absolutely a gossip guy, but yeah. I I think that at the end of the day, he pushes in a way that not a normal radio host would do. He pushes you to to evaluate what you said and or done even if it's just in that moment good disagree <laughs> so let me get this right google ain't wrong i'm wrong charlamagne no, the god that's not what is, we said we we agreed that maybe there was just a miscommunication nobody has to be wrong in this particular situation my email says two you have evidence that says one google may have had one information and didn't update when you went to update it who knows? All I'm not I'm gonna do this to y'all. I'm not gonna do this to y'all. All I'm not saying gonna go is, back. you can read the Charlemagne the God book. I choose not to. You believe the Charlemagne the God forces people to be honest. I believe the Charlemagne the God is Wendy Williams with bigger packs. With bigger packs. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say with packs because Wendy Williams is, is well built. Like, that young lady is well built, and I did say young lady. I want to call Wendy Williams anything other than what she is. I, although I do believe she's she was a bigger shoe than he does. Shoe size? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the picture of Wendy Williams and Tim's? No. Keep talking about something else while I find this picture. We're going. She's a big woman, though. She she is. From what I've seen on TV, I've She's never met her. She's not a small lady no. in person, but no. I, I I mean, I will say this: I have an issue with people who make money off of talking about other people's lives. That's I, that I'm I'm always going to find that's just weird to me. Like you, so you make a living talking tra- like. I get that that's a job. I get that people make money doing it. It's just a weird job to me. I'm definitely not a fan of... God damn. That, ain't her, <laughs> that can't be her shoes, nigga. No. Uh, so just to be clear, what she's reacted to is me showing her a picture of Wendy Williams that, and Tim's coming down, the, the walking down the street. God uh, damn, them yeah. Timberlands big as hell. Yeah. I think she wears an 11. I think she set that on the air. Oh, before. a men's eleven. I think Men. she wears a men's eleven. No way. Yeah. That's a woman's thirteen. Yeah, and that's believe. That's what that shoe looks like. God damn. 
Also, it could just be an 11 where she tied him up real tight and she has skinny legs, so that makes it look even worse. But yeah, there's a picture of Wendy Williams with some big Timberlands <laughs> on. And the thing about I don't that, wear Tim's because I wear a nine and a half and I'm five seven and it doesn't look right. It makes my foot look like a 13. So I personally am not a huge fan of Tim's unless they're the Tim heels. Uh, then I wear those because it gives it a different appearance and size. I see. I said, but I think everybody, man, everybody got their flaws, shit. Yeah. And 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 she and big bold Tim's enough is to hers. wear it. So absolutely, hey, big Tim's is hers. I mean, yeah. I, my bigger my bigger issue with her isn't her Tim's. Is that 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 whole industry and look that only exists because people want to see it i get that it's not her fault that people want to hear that it's not charlemagne's fault that people tune in to listen to him cause controversy shoot flex people still listen to flex you know what i mean and funk flex doesn't like funk flex spent a whole week crying about tupac not being as real as people think he is and tupac was scared of this and tupac knew who should tupac been dead 20 years b he did that recently? Recently. This yeah. is like in the last couple, two, three weeks. So, I mean, I get it. Controversy sells. And, you know, I'm not saying like I'm above these people. I would never do that. But what I'm saying is that's just a sad thing. Like, who who are we when we don't have enough interest and stuff to say without making it about somebody else? And I say that that's while we're talking point. about Charlemagne right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I get that's it. A, I mean, that's a valid point. And I do think that I do feel like there is a market for that, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't have to feel that way. Shit. No, there's definitely a market it. for it. You can see there's a market for it. Yep. People are buying into the gossip of other people, but that's just how people act anyway. It yeah. happens in the church. Yeah. It happens everywhere. It happens at work. It happens when you got a group of people together and somebody wants to make themselves feel better about themselves. Yeah. So they, they discuss other people and their wrongdoings and what they got going on. And I think also sometimes these people are responding to Charlemagne, not because they're responding to Charlemagne. They're responding because Charlemagne has a large platform. But it's, let's keep it a buck for whatever anybody thinks about Charlemagne. That radio show in the morning is huge. And he's got Uncommon Sense on MTV MTV or MTV, I can't remember which one it's on, but which whichever one, let's be clear. I'm not saying that to be disrespectful, like whatever it's on. I'm saying that to be, because I don't remember. Uh, but reality, he's got a TV show where he's the host. He brings people on. He's in control of who's getting work there. He's got the radio show, so his reach is enormous. We he had him. We had him on um, the nightly show with Larry Wilmore. There's nothing that he's ever really talked about on the morning show that would lead you to believe that he has any political aspirations. But he was able to carry. He carried himself extremely well. He did what he was supposed to do. So yeah, he's got a platform. Um, all that to say, you can you can be black and have a platform, and that doesn't mean I'm gonna give you my money. Uh, I'm not gonna tell anybody don't buy his book either. So whatever. I, well, to get off of Charlemagne, she ain't pay for his book. No, hell yeah, I pay for it. Shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for it to say I got the book for free. Anyway, no, I didn't so. get it for free. I did pay for it, and I enjoyed good. it. I'm I glad. I'm glad it. you paid for and it. And I thought it was a good read, and or a good listen rather. Mm. I thought it was a good listen, and I think that it had a lot of great points in there that people of color, especially need to hear just about the way that they think and the way that they behave he talked a lot about stuff that we chat about all the time on here complacency and just people not learning and growing and and, and stepping outside of their box and they're so close-minded and that limits them it limits them in life it limits them and, and, and then you come back and you interact with these people and they say you've changed mm -hmm. right or oh you don't fuck with us no more and it's not that i don't fuck with y'all no more but the fact that you even said that tells me you haven't grown why don't you just punch him in his face? Because I don't do that. Why? 
See, you've changed. <laughs> I set her up for that one. Y'all ain't know you what was did. happening. You I caught did. her with the tan tan, and then all of a sudden, I was like, whoop. I haven't punched somebody in the face since I was in high school. But you have. I have. I was so bad. You, I got so you changed. So they're absolutely right. Yeah. But that's what you. But that's, that's what, what you should do. Yeah. yeah, you should change. If you're still the same, and I was just talking. I actually just did a blog post about this, about women saying that ain't no good man out here. Yeah. Right. And I think the biggest issue with women that think that way, they refuse to take ownership, and not even just women. It's men out here to say mm-hmm. they ain't no good women. You know, it. You refuse to take ownership for your responsibility, your your place in the relationship. What mm-hmm. have you done to to taint certain relationships, and what are you doing that limits you from being able to make a connection with someone else? Because I don't think that if there's a good man out here looking for a good woman, that he's gonna have a hard time finding that if if he's a good man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because if you're a good person, just the way that the river flows, like it's it's you know. Something going there. It, You're gonna have it's to. It's gonna be a connection. Someone. It's yeah. gonna happen. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what um, a dude was just talking earlier today about how black women don't care about black men, so he moving on to white women. And you know, I'm married to a blackity black woman, so when I hear stuff like that, it's like, who are these black women that you're around? You know what I mean? I don't. I, I hear, I've heard that a lot, but I've also been. I've exclusively dated black women in my adult life for the most part. I, I think I dated uh, a, a one Brazilian woman. That's probably it. Like, you know what I mean? Exclusively, and even Brazilian, she was, you know what I mean? Brazilian doesn't mean not black. Right. Um, just talking about not specifically black American. And with that said, I, not one of them hated black men. None of them dated me like, oh, well, you're the exception. I generally don't like black men, but I like you. So what a lot of times what people are seeing is um, people that don't like them and they blaming it on everybody else but them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, ain't, ain't no good women out here. Really? Are you a good man? Yeah. And, and, and by good man, I don't mean you have a job somewhere to live in a car because a lot of dudes will be like, I got a job, a car and somewhere to stay. And these hoes out here doing the fact no that you said these hoes tells you me that right. you've not. already started off. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly so, but you but you'll see the same way. Ain't no good man. All these men, all these niggas ain't shit. Well, right there, I'm not. You're not gonna talk to me like that, and have me treat you like I'm interested in you. What I'm gonna do is see you, hear you say that, and just go, okay, it can never be, and move on. So you won't know if they're good men because good men aren't dealing with that. I think the biggest thing too <laughs> is to is, is in adult life, people don't understand that there's a certain level of respect that must happen in an adult life. Mm-hmm. That like once you are out of that. T- that young-minded age... I didn't even want to say young-minded because you can have that shit all the way up until you die. Yeah. But that age range of like, I have to listen to an adult in order to go through this life because yeah. they are the ones that's guiding me, right? Because you do have that, right? You have your children that are going to listen to you, talk to them any kind of way. But when your children grow up and they become adults and they start dating, they shouldn't deal with someone that tells them, that talks at them mm-hmm. versus talks to them which is what I see happen a lot in a lot of relationships I did it in my marriage for a very long time where me and Mike would attempt to communicate and instead of hearing what he was saying and actually responding to what he just said I would react to what I thought I heard based on what I was feeling and based on what I wanted to say not even listening to this nigga really and I see a lot of women 
I don't know much about. I hear more from women because I have more women friends right. than I do ma- male friends um, that I talk to about that. I have right. a lot of male friends, but we don't discuss why women aren't being XYZ. They just don't communicate about that. But my women friends that have these gripes about men that they're dealing with, it's a couple things. One, right? If you're dealing with a guy that is treating you XYZ amount of way, I guarantee you he was treating you that way when y'all first got together. You You just just wasn't paying attention to Mm -hmm. it. You were so caught up in trying to be in love or being with this dude that you just completely ignored all the signs. Yeah. So that's first and foremost. So now that he's at this point in this relationship, don't be mad at him. Right. Be mad at yourself for allowing it to get this far. I've had a lot of uh, women ask me for advice in certain situations. And what, what I've heard, almost every one of them asks me pretty much the same thing. What does it mean when he says this? It means exactly what he said. <laughs> what, does what does it mean when he say when he, he married? What does that mean? <laughs> what, and, and, and look, a lot of it is I'm not telling you that all men think alike, but I will say this. Uh, anybody, man or woman, if they're not showing you the amount of attention that you want, there's not a conversation to have. You don't need to be mad at them. They either aren't feeling you as much as you're feeling them, which is they're right and that's cool, or they're they're busier than, than they have time to spend with you, which again is their right to ask them to stop doing whatever they were doing before they met you to focus on you. Isn't you you don't have that right. And the last idea is maybe, just maybe, they ain't never like you. Maybe y'all went out, y'all kicked it, you caught feelings, and the dude was like, eh, I don't think so. And he ain't really tell you he ain't think so because he thought y'all weren't serious enough to warrant that conversation. Which goes back to honesty. Which right? goes back to honesty. So look, the bottom line is most dudes uh think that women get hints most women think that dudes get hints nobody gets hints at all nobody Just come gets out hints. and say what the fuck you in want in fact the people who <laughs> think they know all the hints are always wrong always the people who i i can read people no you can't fam if you could read people then they, the, the the number of date rapes that happen in this country wouldn't happen where dudes like i thought she was into it she wasn't she and wasn't that's bullshit anyway there's she no wasn't. way a person can think if a woman says no she's not into it and that's when dudes it. when, when dudes it. say man nah they say that but they mean no they mean no chief that's what they mean well what if what if that's the end of that conversation but women on the other hand will be like well he say he don't want no relationship but he still be coming over and smashing well, then he's telling you what he wants. The right. relationship he wants is to be able to have sex with you without any strings attached Whenever if that's not what you to. want yeah. cut him off and I'm not, you know, I don't, I can't talk to a woman and give her advice like some, you, you know, girl, these dudes ain't nothing. Because that's not true. Sometimes it really is just, he gave you, he sold you some game. You knew it was game, but you bought it anyway because you were hoping maybe you could change his mind. I feel like that's the biggest issue we have as women is thinking we can change men. Yeah. Because I did it for years. I We're pretty much dudes. what we are, fam. I dated dudes over and over again thinking that I can make them. Like, I was the woman. I was the yeah. one that God has chosen. I'm going to put this thing on them. Right, I'm this amazing. To change the, human, <laughs> the way men think in this world. And yeah. the reality is, is everybody is who they are. And yes, people change. Yes, Absolutely. people evolve. Yes, they grow. And But that happens over time. And it must be something that they want to do it has not to be. something that you're forcing them to do we were talking it about doesn't work like that religion like this when i was in when i was uh in college i remember um a bunch of dudes a bunch of girls like changing their religion 
because it was a bunch of Muslim dudes on that campus, and the dudes was like, you know, I'm not marrying you unless you're Muslim. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm Muslim. I don't date. I, I just, you know, boom, 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 boom. And I saw like women just taking their shahada and joining Islam. I was like, yo, y'all get ready fast for wow. 30 days. Like it was during fasting. It was like Ramadan was coming. I was like, yo, fam, y'all love this dude so much. Y'all get ready to put hijabs on and fast for 30 days. That's love. And then the dude would break up with him or whatever. And the girl would go back to church. And I was like, so you weren't Muslim. You were Muslim for him. If I'm changing something about me, I'm changing it so that even if you leave, that thing is going to stick with me. That means I'm changing it because I think it's a better thing to be. Yep. I'm not changing for a person to make them happy. I'm changing because this thing that they're asking me to do is going to make me a better person. Because if you change for somebody to make them happy, mm-hmm. even if you are able to maintain that changed state mm-hmm. for the end of time, you'll probably resent that You're person. You're going to resent it because you you're doing it for them. Do it for for your own self Mm -hmm. because you'll always think about what if right oh i could have been xyz or i could have did xyz and people use that people use that i think to um people use that as like leverage later on when you like hey can you do such such no i i changed for you yeah i didn't i didn't ask you to change for me b never change for me be who you are and if i can deal with who you are sincerely we got a good thing if I can't deal with who you are as you honestly, then we shouldn't be together. If it's that bad, if like the thing that you, the things that you do that make you you are so annoying to me that I don't want to be around you ever, and you have to change who you are fundamentally to be with me, let's call the whole thing off, man. It's cool, no hard feeling. You probably still dope. You're just not dope for me. Right. Yeah, I think that people it it, it all boils down to just being honest, and I feel like a lot of people don't know themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why they. I think I'm not gonna say I feel. I use that a lot. I do that a lot. I say I feel, and it's not. Sometimes those are. Sometimes sometimes you can they are, swap but most out. of the time yeah. it's like, do you really feel that, or are you thinking Is that? Is that your thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do that a lot. It's, I think it's out of habit at this point. But you old too. I am old. Yeah. <laughs> I get to say that to people because I'm older than most of the people that I'm saying that. You to. know what? I knew I was old yesterday because my daughter did my makeup for me to open up for Dion. Right. And I was able to walk out the house with that makeup on and feel confident about it. So I said, I'm clearly old I'm for old. me to have a, a, a daughter that could do a my makeup. A daughter old enough to do my makeup. That and looks I'm- good. And I'm willing to leave the house with it on my face. Like, I'm old. Because back in the day, you'd be like, all right, that was cute. Yay, mommy's baby. And you go wash that shit off. You don't keep it on. But she had me looking nice. It was so natural. I was, I was fully impressed. Uh, by her but we already know that I got, got one it. of the dopest daughters on the planet yeah yeah she's top she's top five human beings uh, period yeah, <laughs> top people. five human beings yeah. period now, I don't like adults really and, and, <laughs> and I don't mean and let's be clear let me make a line there I I, uh, I date exclusively adults I didn't want this to be an R. Kelly thing but I think adults is people most of us are jaded and most of us um, are, are so stuck in our ways that we don't grow much kids still have that ability to just get better and better and better until mm-hmm. they and unless we screw them up and tell them the world ain't gonna give you nothing and they like eight just mad yeah world ain't gonna give me nothing you eight let the kid play fall break their shoulder but yeah your daughter's is, is is good people she's um smart she thinks beyond the uh, the easy answer and and that's dope man she's gonna have a, a cool 
a cool life. Adult life. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't wait to read in the papers about some amazing things she's done. I'm trying to I'm trying to prolong this podcast for the sake of not wanting to ride back to Evanston. I rode my bike here. So if y'all don't know, Evanston ain't really close. Eight miles. That's, that's not that bad. It's, it's I don't bad. forget from it's time bad. to time how small Chicago it's is set up. It's bad along the lake. Mm. You think that's bad? With the hell yeah, oh, because with the, wind. the wind, the wind. You're fighting like I don't. Were care. you coming with the wind even, this way? Even when it's nice outside, the wind was was blowing from east to west. Oh, so it is. You're not. So fighting. I'm not. For it's coming across. It's coming across, it's coming across yeah. me, and so because of that it's an hour B you'll be fine because of that you'll be fine nigga please I ain't trying to hear that because of that well you can always put your bike on the front of one of these CTA trains I mean tr- trucks buses can you take it on a train you can put it on a bus yeah you can take it on a train if you take it before 3 I think I was wondering yeah. if I could take it on the train cause I was like I will jump I shouldn't have told you that's 17 minutes nigga we is I not gonna be out of here <laughs> oh no I'm checking uh, train uh, bike policy on train all right, y'all. We ain't gonna hold y'all no longer. Yes, we are. We're gonna hold we y'all gonna while do we fight. Because we don't want. Because what if, what if, what if the policy is that it's like by three and you're not gonna get there in time, and now you gotta, yeah, till four p.m. You could four p.m. Just so y'all know, you can ride the bus. I mean, the train with your bike till four in Chicago. Yeah. If anybody's out here riding they bike long distances for no fucking reason because you just woke up and was like I'm in a good mood I'm gonna be healthy that and ride is, my bike that was my and then you got halfway through and you were like ah this is dumb you know what it wasn't even halfway nigga when I get on Sheridan <laughs> I got I got like <laughs> you were still like, up, uptown uptown you was like uh-uh. I'm for, I wasn't even uptown yet I think I was still in Evanston I was about five minutes into my ride when I said Kelly this is a bad idea I was like this is not a good decision you should run this you by somebody turn around you should turn around you was like I ain't gonna be no punk but at the same time I already told myself you gonna ride your bike to Second City that's gonna be your exercise for the day so Ooh. because I had made that commitment to myself I try to keep my commitments because then that reinforced my brain to continue to keep commitments that I make to myself you should make a commitment to ride back then so I ain't got no damn choice. That's right. I mean, you do have a choice. Oh, I guess I can get you on still the train. Got an hour and 15 but I minutes. automatically defunct the idea of getting on the train Good when you even you. said it. Good just because I'm like, I'm gonna ride Good back. Good for you. It's just, it's just who if I you am. Lie, if you will lie to yourself, you'll lie to anybody. That is true. That's a fact. If you won't keep your commitments to yourself, you will break them with anybody. So that is very true. Get on that bike and, and I've had, tell yourself. I've the had truth, so lady. many people that I've dealt with that I'm like, this nigga cannot keep a commitment to save his life. Right. I'm going to the gym every day, and by the third day, he's done. That doesn't mean that he's a bad person, but I will watch his other commitments. He's yeah, like, he man, I'm going to start just, doing he this. He doesn't have a good habit pattern. Yeah. Like, he doesn't understand. You know, one of my homeboys, I'm not going to say his name on the air, but he, uh, I'll say it. No, was supposed to, he was supposed to help me film my pilot, and mm-hmm. then he was supposed to help me with the auditions, and he was supposed to help me with something else, and I and he pulled out on me all every time the last three night. times, yeah. And it was, oh, my God, I'm sorry I was going to be there, but, man, I, I got so drunk last night or I woo-woo, whatever. And what got me is Ooh. I don't know why I didn't know this already because right. he's gay, but he's only gay to us. He's only gay to, like, he his mom, his parents. Uh-huh. He's not out yet. He's not out. He's okay. not. He is, though. You can clearly, like, yeah. like you, unless if, you, if his parents don't know that he's gay, they are lying they want, to themselves as well. Like, this yeah. denial. Because he is clearly gay. Right. Everything he does, from the way that he dresses, from the way that he talks, mm. 
shit to even a food he eats. This nigga's gay. He's gay food? I don't know. I'm just talking shit. That sounded really interesting. No, I was like, wow, I have a very <laughs> This nigga prefers palette. the pink popsicles. No, I'm kidding. That's so like ignorant. Lot. That's so like, ignorant. Please, my gay following, if I have any, I am not that Just person. remember, I was the one to ask. There's gay food because I didn't like it. And I'm not even gonna do that thing where it's like, uh-uh, my cousin gay. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I hate that. Like, nah, yeah, that's the that's the worst. That's the worst, because that means, yeah, you really are that's, against these he's people. He's like, yeah, you homophobic and you're trying to, and you trying to use your cousin. You're trying to use your cousin, yes. Don't do that. But no, this dude, and it's like, I should have known because he can't keep, he can't even accept who Himself, he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, publicly. But at the same time, to in his defense, he is young. And this defense is also 20s. very difficult to be uh, gay in this country and black and gay in this country and black and gay in the city where ma- being masculine has holds some weight. So, yeah, it's yeah, I get I absolutely get what you're saying. If you can't be yourself, then you're probably going to lie to me. But you could die on the south side for being gay. That's true. It's still that. It's still crazy. It's not as bad. It's way better. It's way better. It's way better. But it's still But it's possible. still bad enough for you to be walking down the street the wrong time of night and somebody, you know what I mean, you sw- your hips got a little too much switch in them or whatever the issue is. Dude, let me, you old. And it gets weird. So, yeah, we got to do better on that. Just try to stop killing people because we don't like the way they walk. Yeah, stop killing people because of anything. Stop killing people. <laughs> like Unless they're trying to kill you. They, right, exactly. So that doesn't really help, though, because this is Chicago. You know what I mean? I, I remember, like, in Newark, it was like that. People were like, don't, I don't put my hands on nobody unless they're putting their hands on you. Yeah. And then you realize everybody's trying to put their hands on everybody anyway. And that didn't help. I don't think that's the case in Chicago. I you think there's right. a lot of prideful motherfuckers that's out here trying to, quote, unquote, Rep they city, yeah, or know, rep they territory as far as the south side. And they don't even own it. As far as that, like it's a lot of gang violence. Yeah. And they don't even own that territory violence. that they repping. Yeah, that that's what's happening on the south side. Now, as far as all these other crazy ass weird yeah. killings out of nowhere, man runs up into old lady's house, beats the shit out of her, and steals a ring. Did you just hear about that in yeah. Evanston? That's crazy. Like I, the fact that it happened in Evanston is what blew my mind. I, I like, know. I was like, y'all wilding out there, man, mm, man. Mm, G. Mm. I'm gonna tell you what you should do. Everybody should fast for Ramadan so they'll be too tired and hungry to stab people. <laughs> Bang. There's your word from your boy Monk. Uh. And we out on that. Thank y'all for listening to this nonsense today. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>